Hello, my name is Monica Weiss-Sharp. I am a member of the DDA7 um, cohort, and my project for my capstone is focused on Tennessee healthcare metrics and specifically looking at rural versus non-rural areas. Wow, that sounds very important. I'm really eager to hear what kind of findings you had, especially with healthcare these last couple of years. It's just been flipped upside down. Yes. So I hope you know we can take these big problems with data and try to understand these problems better by understanding the story. So we'll talk about all of that in a minute. But first, life before NSS. What were you doing? How did you get connected to all this? Yes. Well, my initial connection to NSS actually took place when I was working at Hands on Nashville. That's a volunteer resource center that's a nonprofit agency here in the Nashville area. And I was hired with them to launch a new skilled volunteerism program called Geek Cause. And um, you might be able to tell from the name that it was specifically looking for folks with tech-based skills who are interested in volunteering those skills for nonprofits on a project basis. So I got to know a bunch of different folks in the tech realm, um, and NSS was one of those organizations that I was able to connect with pretty early on, and the more I learned about them and um, everybody who was involved, the, the more impressed I was. So that was my initial connection there. In some ways, my time at Hands on Nashville really is responsible for what made me interested to, to take the plunge into the data realm. Um, my background more broadly was in the veterinary field. I, I ran a veterinary practice for a long time, but um, the opportunity to work with Hands on Nashville, see how important data was, not just in kind of a corporate business world, but really for nonprofits as they were applying for grants or being able to demonstrate the impact of their work or just even simply be able to access membership information effectively to, to reach out to, to get people involved in various events or financial giving or whatever the case may be. And the challenges there, just it, it gave me a whole new view, as well as getting a sense of people working in the tech realm really made me interested and curious about how much more there was to that world than I knew about before. And so when I learned that uh, National Software School had uh, developed their data analytics program, and I was kind of ready to figure out what what came next a little bit earlier this year. I was I was ready to take the plunge. I love that Hands On National is such a great org, and for you to be able to see that up close and personal, mm-hmm. how valuable I'm sure those skills were, how in demand they were to help causes and nonprofits and and things like that throughout town. For you to see that and think to yourself, hey, I can do this. You can yep. do this, and you have clearly proven this three months full-time boot camp i know it's been a big lift it's a big change to make but i am i'm really happy for you and i'm really eager to hear about what you've been working on yeah so tell me so it's the the rural healthcare, right rural versus yes. uh sort of non-rural non-rural so yeah tell me what what what's the problem you're trying to look at and better understand Well, actually, a friend who I made through also my time at Hands on Nashville, who she, for a good amount of um, her last several years of professional life, has worked in the rural healthcare realm and most recently for an organization that 
does outreach and engagement and support of various organizations and individuals who are working to improve access to healthcare in rural areas. And I was, as I was getting ready to figure out what I wanted to do for my capstone, I, I sort of did some outreach to folks that I knew in the nonprofit world and just said, hey, I, I'd love to see if anybody has ideas because I'd love it if my project could be useful to somebody other than just me. And um, so she let me know about some of the challenges in her work of all these different government websites and, and other resources that she was you know, having to move between to find the information she needed, both to provide to members, to, again, grant writing or funding requests, and just various other components of her job needing to gather all these different disparate information sources together. And I thought that that could be an interesting challenge to see, could I pull these different metrics and different components together in a way that would be more user-friendly and just prevent having to kind of jump between so many different spots. So I started with um, a couple of different government websites, just pulling information about federally designated healthcare facilities throughout the state. And that was a really interesting uh, challenge. I, I worked with Python and then brought in an additional tool called Selenium to serve as a web driver to do some specific web scraping, um, a specific government website that was a little bit less than user-friendly for this purpose and certainly was not easy to for kind of the layperson to get comprehensive data from it in a an efficient way. So getting to the point of being able to design um, some code that really made it very easy once I got it in place to pull what I needed, that was pretty exciting. And then other just resources out there, such as the Census Bureau and, and things like that to bring in some other demographic data, such as insurance coverage, poverty levels. And pulled that all together into Tableau and just working from there to put together several different dashboards that allow the user to look at things from different angles, whether that's just to focus in on what facilities there are and where they are and what type they are. And um, also some specific elements. There's what's called a healthcare provider shortage area designation. And those really have a lot to do with how resources are put out to different healthcare facilities and just localities. So being able to understand where those are, how severe those needs are, and how, again, they kind of overlay with where facilities already are versus where maybe they're needed. Um, and then looking at how some of that correlates with areas that either have more financial challenges in the form of higher rates of poverty or potentially just not as much insurance coverage as well. You really have been bringing in the all sources of data, and this is quite the the analysis. If you were to take a you know a step back mm -hmm. and zoom out, like from when you started this mm -hmm. and now, what do you think you've learned the most about this problem using the data that you've mm -hmm. been able to pull in? Yeah, I mean, I think I if if nothing else, have a real appreciation for the challenge of just understanding what's even out there, if that makes sense. Um, I did a whole lot of reading and researching. So I think my biggest accomplishment here is pulling together these different pieces that can seem really disparate on the surface, but once they start to come together, you really do get a, a more a comprehensive sense of this is a complicated challenge and there's a lot of different factors that need to be considered, um, but it everything really confirms the need for ongoing focus on rural healthcare 
all the indications, whether that's poverty levels, whether it's rate of uninsured, whether it's the number of shortage designations, all of those are higher for the rural areas as compared to the non-rural areas. Um, so there's definitely need for ongoing efforts, resources, and support. Wow. Big findings. Very. It's so cool to hear you talk through all of this. And by design, I always love mm -hmm. to hear like, how did you build it? And a lot of this is over my head. Okay. <laughs> so I, but I have absolutely, I feel like I've been able to keep up and, and just get a, a great close-up look at these new skills that you've got. And I can hear the passion in your voice. I'm so excited for you. I know the whole NSS team is excited for your cohort. So tell me about what do you want to do next at this moment? What are you yes. looking at? What you know, it's impossible to, to guess the future, but <laughs> yes. where do you think you might want to go next? Absolutely. So I actually have a, an intermediate step that's fairly clear at this point. I've been offered the opportunity to stay with NSS as a junior instructor well, for great. about a year. Yes. And I'm going to do that uh, while also completing their data science program. So I'm very excited to take my learning to the next level and keep just diving in. I really have found... I, I just love all of this, and I've, I've always kind of been like a math person, but this kind of applied, purposeful problem solving, I think is just giving me a whole new opportunity to scratch that itch, if you will. So that's my next step, but but from there, I'm really just looking forward to continuing to, to learn about what's possible, and ultimately, I'd love to land somewhere that's very collaborative, where I get the opportunity to help use these skills to continue to look at and find solutions to big challenges. And a particular interest of mine, I'd say also, is how do we do all of this ethically as we have more and more data and understanding how to use it properly and effectively, but also with, with a strong sense of integrity. That's great. Well, we are all excited for you, the rest of the cohort. Congratulations again on making it to the end and your next step with NSS. You know, we, we hear that often that is a great path for folks to continue learning and also it's just such an inspiring place to be around people who are finding these new passions so congrats and we'll be keeping up thank you so much i really appreciate it